Cool. Sick. How are you doing today? I'm alright. Feeling kind of shitty. I'm wondering if it's uh, just me freaking out, but I do feel like a lot worse today. Yeah, because uh, you think you might have corona? I think so, maybe. Hopefully I get my results back. I got tested today. Did the old school, like, nose uh, swab, which hurt like hell. Oh yeah, that sounds sounds miserable. It is. You just jam it all the way up there and swab it around. And I thought she said 35 times. And I asked twice, and she might have meant 3 or 5 seconds. But I said 35 times. She's like, get 3-5. And I was like, okay. So I did it 35 times on each side. She like knocked on the window. She's like, that's good. I was like, oh shit. Oh jeez. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty painful, but takes uh four probably like four days to get the results because it's just a drive-through free one so i don't get it because like weren't aren't there some tests that are just like 15 minutes and you get the results i thought so yeah but that's i guess only like available if you pay like good money probably which is dumb yeah that's really stupid especially because like you're gonna presumably be going back to work yep I'm gonna go back to work before I get the results back. Nah, what a fucking stupid ass system, but. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> but I do feel shitty. How do you feel shitty, though? Is it like chest stuff or no? Um, no, it's more like a head, kind of like a head cold, I guess. Like, kind of jammed up in my nose and, uh,. The headache, and I don't know. It does feel like hard to breathe sometimes, which oh, I, not also good. is not good. Yeah, but I also could be psyching myself out too. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard not to, right? You hear so much about it, but I mean, hopefully, you know, like my friend Pat had it, and he was he was fine. He lost the sense of smell, and had some like chest tightness but then how got over it i mean how much sense of smell do you lose all of it he said i mean or it's just like a because i feel like i have a slight sense of mrs smell um i i don't know i mean i imagine he lost pretty much all of it um but i, I guess i don't really know i haven't paid attention too much to uh like you know, when people say loss of smell, how much it is. Right. Because losing... I don't know. I feel like I got a shit ton of sleep and I still feel, like, pretty fucking tired. And I shouldn't feel tired. So... Right. I'm, I'm hoping I get that result before I go back to work Tuesday. Yeah, no one wants... I mean, like, that's such a stupid system. Like, after you get tested, you should not go in. But you said that they they won't they won't let you do that, right? I don't know. Yeah, I gotta talk to him. I've heard that you know you gotta go until you officially test. But it's whatever. I think I don't know. I probably I don't know. Who knows? We'll just uh, I'll just have to see in a few days.
Hopefully I get it tomorrow. Let's hope that you don't have it, but if you do, hopefully the symptoms are mild and you can get over it relatively quickly. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Can't really complain. Been, uh... You know, like the past couple weekends, we've been going camping up in the mountains, which has been really nice. But it was also nice uh, this weekend to not go camping, uh, just because had a ton of stuff to do. And we actually got to play music for the first time in a while, so that was cool. Other than that, I've just been pretty much watching baseball. Um, yeah, fucking Giolito yesterday sucked. Sucked. So he he's very hit or miss. Um, I like I like him as a pitcher, but I don't like him as being like the White Sox ace, like the first pitcher. Uh, just because. Oh, Keiko. Keiko yeah. Keiko has been great. I mean, he pitched today. And did you did you see the game today? No, I did not. Did you hear about it? No, I haven't been paying attention. They they hit they tied a major league record with uh, hitting four straight home runs back to back to back to back. What? Damn! Yeah. I fucking pissed. I missed yeah. that. It was um, it was uh, started off with Mancada, then it was Gra- uh, Grandal, and then it was Abreu, and then Jimenez. Dude, so was, yeah, fuck. right in the thick of the lineup. That's pretty sick. So that's the only no one's ever gotten five in a row. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty insane, though. If someone, yeah, could, it is. If one team were to get uh, five in a row, I mean, I guess there's like you know over a hundred years of baseball history to to accomplish that. But yeah, that seems absolutely insane. Well, the Sox this year. I mean, the offense got to be one of the better offenses in the league. They're so fucking like stacked. A lot of them are hit or miss though, too. But. Right, and a lot of them like when when the Sox win, they pile it on. Like they won seven to two today, so it was like. And then they get shut out other games. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know. So like, eh. I mean, I feel pretty good. I mean, like they're they're five hundred, but I think that they'll make the they'll make the playoffs because they've got like the the coronavirus playoffs schedule. The extra wild like, card. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a two teams from each division and two wild cards. So eight teams from each uh, league get in. Which oh is, damn. Which yeah, is that's aw- pretty good. But that's awesome because like I mean like basketball has like 30 teams and then like 16 teams make the playoffs every year. Same with hockey. Right, exactly. Like why can't baseball be more? I mean, I guess it's because they have so many so many uh so many games um to separate it, themselves yeah, yeah. They, i mean if it's 162 games it'd be kind of lame if uh you know that many people made the playoffs yeah but i always hate that it, like it's like when was the last time the Sox made the playoffs 2012 something like that it's, and before that it was like 2008 eight, and, then, and then 2005 yeah exactly so i mean it definitely sucks um yeah, I mean, it's been f- it is definitely fun to watch the White Sox, but their pitching has got to get better. Um Yeah. They uh Yeah, did you see Zach Birdie's debut? Debut? Uh I did. It was last weekend. I did not, but I saw his second outing, and the second outing was great. His I mean, first outing was great. He got two strikeouts and um no know. runs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's in uh, one inning. Yeah, 
Has he pitched again since then? Since the second one? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't really been watching enough. But that was... He was throwing like 99 every fastball. Which is pretty sick considering all of his injuries. Yeah, well, I mean, like, he's had Tommy John surgery once or twice now, right? But that was his thing. He threw, like, fucking, you know, 102. I think he threw 104 in college. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the fastest throwers, probably. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I I know when they draft... His brother throws hard as hell, too. His brother just got hurt again, though, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 45 days. Might as well be the season this year. Yeah. I mean... He was their closer. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, but he's for the for the Pirates, right? The Pirates are fucking awful. Yeah. Um, which the White Sox are playing the Pirates soon, so I hope that they can, like, beat up on them and, like, sweep them like they, they did the Royals earlier. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, the, the problem is with the Central, uh, like, with, like, the schedule now, it's, like, you're only playing teams in your region. So, like, you're playing the National League teams. Like, the White Sox are playing the Cardinals, right? And they don't typically play them that often. But uh, the Central in both leagues are actually pretty pretty good, um, pretty difficult. (laughs) Yeah, the Cubs are doing way too good. Yeah, but they lost – they just lost two to Milwaukee, so that's good. I actually watched a game the other day, um, or, like, the highlights, because – you know you Darvish? Yeah. Yeah, he was pitching. He's been fucking awesome. He's been so Yeah, good. I like to watch him. I definitely out of all those Cubs I enjoy watching him. Yeah, I mean, I still I still have a soft spot for Quintana cuz I really liked him um, when he was on yeah, the Yeah, he Sox. sucks now. He does Doesn't suck. He? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I haven't I haven't paid close enough attention. I mean, he sucked for the last 2 years after we got rid of him, so which Yeah. Is totally cool. That was such a good trade for us. Because we got Elo Jimenez, and I yeah. think we got a few other few other prospects. Yeah, we got like trade. three people. For yeah, yeah, no, it was that that year that we got like because uh, we got Man- Mancada. Um, we got we got rid of Eaton, we got rid of uh, Quintana, and we got rid of Sale, and we got like half of our pitching. Like we got Giolito in that. We got Dylan Cease. Um, we got Mancada. We got Kopak. Yeah, we got like we got so many so many good players. That was like a really good move. Um, yeah, yeah. Sale's not good anymore either. So Sale got Tommy John. This uh, he decided to take the year off and get Tommy John surgery again. I I, I really wonder how many times you can get that. Yeah, <laughs> well, times. he throws like so unhealthily. Like it looks so bad when he throws like. It's gotta be fucking up his arm. He's like, he's like six he's like six four or something like that, and he's like, like hundred and sixty five pounds or something. Yeah, yeah he's. It, but he whips it, and he just like whips his arm. I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so I it was fuck just, him. Yeah, yeah, fuck the Red Sox. I was actually just watching them play now. It really sucks that I, um, whenever the games are on in uh like in the afternoon for you guys it's like you know like three in the morning and so i miss a lot of those games uh which sucks but uh when they have night games which is luckily most of the time i get to i get to watch them like right when i wake up you know they start at like nine in the morning or something like that so that's uh 
why I get nothing done during the baseball season. I like stop reading. I stop uh, like except for at night, and then I stop. Uh, I stop studying Japanese. It's, it's really bad for me. So, but I eh, need a break. But yeah, I love baseball, so it's all good. Yeah, uh, for those of you that don't know, we talk about Zach Birdie because uh, he went to our high school, and I used to play. We used to play sports with. Uh, did you play any sports with? Drew? I played with Drew. Drew was on the all like baseball all star team, um, from like when I was, you know, nine to twelve. Every summer, we we both be on the all, same all star team. But he was a year older than you, right? Yeah, but he was younger. He was young for his age. He was a grade older than me, but he was like. He got pushed up. Oh, okay. Like, he could have been in my grade, but they pushed him up. So, uh, he played with us. And he, I mean, and, yeah, his dad was always, like, super cool and, like, really nice. Like, I don't know. He's a good coach. He wasn't, he wasn't, like, screaming at everyone, but he was very, like, helpful and, I don't know. He he produced two major leaguers, so right. He obviously did something right, but he wasn't like an asshole. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right? No, no. They were kinda... they were really nice family. Like the kids were always great. Um, they were on the they were on the when they had the debut. They had the family on the phone for like an inning. The announcers uh, were talking to Mister Mister and Mrs. Birdie. That's cool. It was kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah, and then Drew just picked the wrong sport to focus on because he probably could have done better too. But he he focused on football, and he was like a he was a quarterback for like Central Michigan, right? Western Michigan. West yeah. Western Michigan. Yeah, I mean that's cool. He's like a doctor now, so yeah. Their whole yeah. Yeah, they're doing all right, you know. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, I always I always liked that family, so I'm I'm happy to root for them as they you know, play in the major leagues. They're Sox fans too, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, but right. I mean, I think highly of people who are Sox fans, even though. Oh, we're Cubs fans. fans. <laughs> yeah, because Cubs fans. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many Cubs fans. It's just kind of annoying. Yeah. It's just especially in the suburbs, just like everyone's a fucking cubs fan and uh it's just more bougie it's just the white Sox are the working class team yeah exactly pretty much and you got the rickets that are like you know connected to the trumps um i'm sure reinstorf isn't much better but rickets like straight up in the administration isn't he at one point i i i don't know um but i mean i know like the whole family like is very political like they're like a like very right wing yeah very right wing i think like uh his brother's like the uh is he, he's not the governor of nebraska is he like he's like he's like a guy, he's like a shithead republican in fucking uh uh you know like somewhere in nebraska like a mayor or governor or senator or some shit like that uh, but yeah, fuck, fuck the Ricketts. Um, I have a lot of friends who are like, you know, like diehard Cubs fans and they like hate the fact that it's owned by the Ricketts and, um, yeah, it sucks for them, but I, I mean, mean, it just, it, it kind of, we just kind of raised as Sox fans, but luckily we weren't raised as Cubs fans cause they're my, I've loathed them more than anyone else. Then, then, then probably the Red Sox. 
Oh, really? Because I would go, I would go, uh, the teams I hate most would be Cubs, Yankees, Red Sox. But, like, honestly, the Astros are. Yeah, the Astros are getting up there now. With their, for well, sure. their, their cheating scandal and then that whole thing last year with uh, they got uh, Ozuna, the, the guy who, like, was on the Blue Jays, the closer, and he, you know, beat his wife or his girlfriend or whatever. And then they. Uh, the Astros picked him up, um, and then after the re- uh, after the Astros beat the Yankees uh, in the ALCS last year, uh, the assistant manager was uh, going around the clubhouse and taunting uh, like the female reporters. And he was just going and like staring them down and saying, "I fuck, I, I'm fucking so glad we got Ozuna." Like, like in one of in one of the girls, uh, one of the female reporters was uh, wrote for Sports Illustrated, and wrote some article about how you know, fuck, how he's like kind of kind of fuck fuck the Astros for doing this because like and, and the Astros were already fucking great. They didn't need this guy, and he played like shit in that ALCS. Yeah, and that. They deserve to get thrown at. Oh, no, dude, fucking... Did you see... Have you seen the, any of the, like, the Dodgers? Do you know Joe Kelly? He's the one that got banned for eight games, right? Yeah, because he threw at them, and then he... At two of them. Yeah. He only threw at two of them. Yeah, but he also, he I mean, also like, taunted the fuck out of them, and he was, like, you know, like... Uh, he struck out, like, Carlos Correa and was, like, mocking him and shit like that. You should watch those videos, because they're fucking really funny. Yeah, I mean, they deserve it. It's it's upsetting though because I really liked Altuve oh, as I a love player. It. Yeah, um, but obviously he was in on it, so fuck him. Yeah, I mean, I still, ugh, I don't know. Like, there's there's still players who I'm like, oh, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe they weren't as involved. But I mean, the 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 thing, I mean, the whole cheating scandal thing is, it it's interesting because I mean, like. Cheating has been such a big part of baseball. Um, yeah, all of the best players. Not to basically. not to not to excuse them for doing that, but like the fact is they they got fucking caught, and uh, like I do think that you can say fuck them and fuck that team, fuck that organization for doing that. But like to think that there aren't any other teams that are doing that is just naive. Yeah. And and any totally. any team is going to take like pretty much any team is going to take um, any, any advantage advantage that they can. And uh, the Astros just got caught. They were just a little. Uh, they just risked it a little too much. And uh, yeah, so I I do say Who? fuck them. You know. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, for now, I would definitely put that in him in my top three. I don't hate the Yankees as much as everyone else, but I mean, I do hate them. But um, a lot of times, they have players on the team that I like. So, but the yeah. Red Sox, the Red Sox, um, I just are always annoying, and like their fans are really annoying. So, but uh, wasn't Sean Doolittle? He was on the Red Sox, right? No, no, he was on uh, the Nationals, or he still is oh, on the Nationals when they won the World Series, right? right? You, yeah, you, he's in DSA. Yeah, no, he's he's great. He's, he's yeah, really he's good. cool. His tweets, uh, his political, what, what his is politics it? are good. <laughs> and he obviously didn't go to the White House when they won. 
Right. No, what's it? What's his That's why I say fuck Chris Sale, because Chris Sale did, even though, like, half his team didn't. Well, yeah, no, I mean, like, it, that was really bad when that happened, because it was, like, all of the white players went, and none of the uh, players of color went. It was, like, maybe... Yeah. I mean, the Nationals was pretty bad, because fucking uh, Kurt Suzuki... Um, the catcher for the Nationals went and he put on a MAGA hat, and then Ryan, Ryan Zimmerman, their first baseman, who I who I actually really liked, he yeah, fucking, he's... he he went and said like something like, uh, uh, like, like, God bless Trump for or like thank you for uh, keeping our country safe and shit like that. Yeah, some memories of Johnny Ramone. Yeah. God, God bless. bless George Bush. Um, what is uh, Sh- Sean Doolittle's uh, Twitter? Is really is really good too. I'm not sure. You could probably just look him up. Or yeah. actually, might have a different name. Um, but yeah, yeah he's, he's like he's like he's Ob- Obi Wan Doolittle, Doolittle or something. Oh like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. That's uh, kind of cool to have a major or any professional sports player in a socialist organization. Yeah, no, I mean, it's great to have Sean Doolittle um, in the DSA. And for just, like, you know, like, you know, baseball players or, you know, athletes in general. Speaking out more in general. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like it's baseball. I mean, other than, like, maybe, like, hockey, it's the least number of people, like, speaking out. I know that at the beginning there are a this. lot more now but i think yeah it's probably just like kind of how corporations are like just kind of now that it's okay they're taking a knee um because it's way more acceptable so i wouldn't really give them too much credit for doing that uh, if they're not really doing anything else because i mean taking a knee now is like almost in favor you know like the general public is probably more in favor of taking a knee than, than not. So Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's nothing to lose now, right? Like you're not going to like lose endorsements there. You're not going to be, uh, not traded to certain teams to like teams aren't going to sign you in free agencies, things like that. So it, it doesn't matter as much. One of the things I was uh, actually thinking about earlier today when I was, uh, or no, like a few days ago when I was watching the Cubs, I was like, man, the Cubs are really fucking good this year. And, uh, you know, what happened, like, a f- you know, shortly after, like two weeks after the Cubs won the World Series for the first time in 108 years was that Donald Trump was elected. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, always, I always make that... Uh, uh, connection, and I know it's yeah. not, I know it's not real, but it's also like you know, I'll take it because fuck the Cubs. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, if they wouldn't have, if they would have uh, lost, maybe Trump wouldn't have won. Yeah, you know, I mean, but that's that was also a year where like it was like, man, I don't want anyone to win the fucking World Series because it was versus the Indians, it's versus uh, Cleveland. I was still rooting for the Indians. Oh, of I course, mean, of course. I yeah. was too. Like I I remember people were giving me shit. They're like, oh, you're going to root for a rival of the Sox? I'm like, when's the last time we've both been battling it out at the same time? I don't really consider Cleveland a, a rival most years because most of the times one of us sucks. 
Most you know, of the, most like, of the times the <laughs> the AL Central is four bad teams and one good team. Yeah, and usually the Indians are usually not one of the better ones. Um, I mean, for the longest time. Well, also also it's like you know like I think about like the players that I like. I really like Francisco Lindor. Uh, yeah, he's he's fucking great. So Dozier. Yeah, no, Dozier was on the Twins, right? Dozier, um, Dozier was. I don't know about if he's when playing they, anymore. When they won, when they won, they had a lot of like fun guys, uh, good guys on their team. They had Jason Kipnis, who is. Uh, yes, he, Kipnis was sick. He he was he's from like Will. No, he's from like. Uh, I don't know, like one of the, one of those like northern suburbs of Chicago. So he was like the only player from Chicago that was. Uh, you know yeah no and then in that they had series. that that little guy that hit the home run off chapman that only got like two home runs in the regular season but he stole a ton of bases i forget who it was but that's why it was so epic when he hit that three run home run because he was like not a home run guy at all he had like three home runs or something like in the regular season Talk, talk about a bad trade though i mean like i i know that the it paid i guess it worked out with uh the cubs because they won the world series or whatever but they got chapman for the end of the year um and they they gave up like four like prospects i think glaber torres was one of them maybe uh but like the they had they got him for like half of a year um gave away a bunch of prospects and then uh Chapman went into free agency and then the Yankees just got him right back. Yeah. I mean he sucked he sucked in the World Series too. So it was like Yeah, he uh, almost fucking blew it for him. Yeah. I mean the fact that that's why it was so funny when he gave up that home run cuz it was I can't fucking think of it, but he was he shouldn't have gave up that home run, but since he throws it so hard, I mean Yeah, you make contact um, and it goes a lot farther. Yeah. Um, but if they would have lost, it would have been blamed on Madden because he fucking was an idiot. Yeah. Took out Hendricks after like five innings, even though he was lights out just because he wanted to use his guys. You know, he just, he always was over managing. Like, I don't know why people liked him so much. And I think, I mean, they caught on because they fired his ass, but like. He's with the Angels now too. Yeah. Which is another team that I like to I like to watch because Mike Trout is just fucking. Mike Trout's one of the greatest ever. Yeah, he yeah. he's hit like nine home runs this season, and it's like like twenty games in, less than twenty games in, and he's his team's like fucking like six and fourteen, and he's got like nine or ten home runs. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. Uh, I have friends that do like fantasy leagues, and they say like Mike Trout went like fifth. I'm like, how does he not go first every single fucking year? Dude, yeah. <laughs> or at least, like, second. No, it's, he's, he's got to go he's first. He's the greatest. Yeah, he's one of the greatest, like, I don't know. I guess a lot of people pick, like, Yelich or Yelich. Yelich. He, he sucks this year, too. Yeah. He's been bad. Um, yeah, no, Mike Trout should always go first. Um, he's just He's just fucking, like... He's hits for power. He's got a, like a great eye. He, you know, just it's a great ob. Like all of his OPS, biometrics yeah. are. Yeah, but that's because people I think still um, just go by like batting average. 
and he never has like the best batting average, but his like on base but percentage. That's like two ninety, right? Like no, it's not, I mean he like he sometimes most of the times he's over three hundred actually. Last yeah. year, last year he might have been like like two like you know like high two nineties. But, but his op his on base percentage is above four hundred. Oh yeah, way above four hundred. And, and his wins above replacement, I think, is higher than anyone else's. Yeah, so I think like a few years ago, Mookie Betts was like d- deserved to get the um, MVP that year, uh, but but Mike Trout's got MVP like three or four times, and each time he come like I think the worst he's, he's done come in close, his yeah. the worst he's done in his career, other than his rookie se- rookie season, was like fourth. Like and well, I think didn't that was his rookie season he get second? I think so, maybe. To Miguel Cabrera because Miguel Cabrera got the triple crown, but a lot of people were saying Trout should have got it because he had, um, you know, he's better defense, he was better on like just overall, and he was pretty close. He had, like you know tons of steals, and his wins above replacement was better than uh, Miguel Cabrera. I don't know how much, but a lot of people weren't that sold on sabermetrics then. But um, some people still aren't. Yeah, but uh, yeah, those people they just don't like change, or they know what they're talking about. I don't really know what I'm talking about. No, I, mean, I think it's, it's no, good, it's, I think they're good stats. Uh, oh no, I think so too. Um, career WAR leaders, Mike Trout, like, like just he gets like he gets like ten WAR every year. Yeah, it's and insane. So, so he's just for like, a baseball player. Yeah. So he's he's been. Uh, how long has he been? He's like, uh, all right. So he right now is 85th um, of all time, and he's only had 10 seasons, and so he's already has better uh, WAR than he just passed Jim Tomey. Oh damn! Who played for yeah? Two, who played for 22 years? Who also hit over 600 home runs? Yeah, he's like fifth in all-time yeah. home runs. Yeah, and because I mean Trout now he gets up to like. How many home runs did he get last year? Like forty? Uh, I don't know. Let me let me check. I'm on Baseball Reference, so I like how this has just become a baseball podcast. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's tight. Um, le- last season he had he had forty five home runs. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, and he's usually above. I feel like he's usually above forty or like at least like thirty five. Yeah, so he's he's won the MVP three times. Um, yeah, and when he could have won it a lot more. He right. could have won it a few more times for sure. Yeah, when they gave it the the year I think it was twenty fifteen or something, they gave it to Josh Donaldson, and it was like, eh, yeah, it should have been. Yeah, he did have a sick year, but dude, but but like if you check out Baseball Reference, it has like all of like the like the dark, uh, like the bold stats um are all the stats that uh that person leads the entire uh like their league in and so like there's just a bunch of fucking like bolded spots throughout his batting um his batting page like last year um or for the last four years his he's had the best on base percentage he's had the best slugging percentage for three of his you know eight years in the majors um OPS, he's had it four times. Jesus, yeah. I mean, he's gonna go down as a, you know, a top ten player of all time. 
Oh yeah, I mean, like I w- like that's one thing I was wondering about though with like this this season because like uh, and just like coronavirus in general, wh- when like what will happen to Mike Trout's career because of this? Well, I don't know. Think about '94 when they had the strike and you know Frank Thomas had an incomplete year when he was going to be the MVP, and the White Sox were probably going to go deep, um, but they had the shortened season. Yeah, I mean, we're able to finish. They can, they can wait it. They can just wait. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully the coronavirus is, you know, like they can play a full season next year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we definitely can shit under control. Um, but actually, speaking of Frank Thomas, uh, Mike Trout is point four uh, WAR behind Frank Thomas. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. So he's Who, prob- who's the who's number one for? For that, for war, of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Babe Ruth. By a lot. Uh, yeah. I mean, Walter Johnson, who I don't even know. Then it was Cy Young. Then Barry Bonds. But all. Yeah. But all. All of these. All of these people played like you know like twenty twenty two seasons. You know what I mean? So like, Mike Trout will definitely get in there. Mike Trout, like the top ten. Could be the best. Yeah. Yeah, no, he'll definitely get in there. He'll, like, he'll, I mean, unless he gets hurt, which hopefully he doesn't get hurt. I mean, he got he got hurt a couple times. Like, he broke his, like, two years ago, two or three years ago, he, like, broke his thumb sliding into second base. So now, I don't know if you've seen the, the pad, the padding that he has, or, like, some of the other, uh, some of the other guys have it as well. They put, like, a, basically like this like pad that comes up uh above their fingers so it like extends their like reach by like an inch or two um and it's just so when you go into those uh bases that you're not jamming your fingers that's good yeah but like dude like that's actually another thing is like what i think that they they should go back to those old bases that are aren't so hard right Cause I remember, yeah. I remember, I remember when the Cubs played against the Nationals in like uh, the ALDS a few years ago. Uh, the Nationals were like rallying, and someone got like picked. Uh, they got they they got picked off, and or no, they were trying to get back to a get to a base or something, and they slid and they sl- they hit the base, and the base is so hard that it pops them up. And so that their leg comes up off the bag a little bit and it's it sucks because then like you know like they're there but like they like hold the baseball on them and they pop up off the bag and so it's kind of like I feel like it's like a bullshit out because you know like you're just someone is there they're safe but like like something that they can't control forces them like up off the bag for bag for like a split second and yeah, yeah, I and mean, it happened to it happened, you know, in the favor of the Cubs. So I want to change. Yeah, they should definitely change that. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it happens in favor of everyone, but you know, but like those bags, I feel like that, like that's why. But you heard the Cubs wouldn't have won the World Series if they, if they had those bases. They also wouldn't have won if they didn't have that delay of game. That oh yeah, totally yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think that it's legit. 
they still got you know 100 and 100 and fucking 12 years 13 years yeah yeah nothing counts fuck the cubs yeah the delay game was totally i mean they wanted the cubs to win oh no it was like they knew it'd be the biggest thing in like sports in a long time because they were such a loser team for so long how and everyone everyone half the half cubs fans were just become were cubs fans because fucking they're like oh do you know how big of a party it's gonna be in chicago when when they win and like that's that's why you're a fan all right yeah no that shit <laughs> yeah fuck that shit like uh yeah I, I hate the cubs more than anything yeah they yeah god damn it i've I just can't say anything other than fuck the Cubs, man. Uh, well, yeah, ho- hope, hope, hopefully they lose. Um, I'll, I'll still cheer on Hugh Darvish because fucking watching that guy pitch is just incredible. Like, it, yeah, it, 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 the, the ball moves in like the like the craziest ways. Um, yeah, if he didn't get hurt for so long, he could have been, you know, one of the most dominant pitchers for like year after year. Like he was early on. Well, yeah, he. I mean, he was great, and um, I mean, like the Dodgers, like got fucking rocked. Like when he was pitching for the Dodgers, he got absolutely destroyed. But then now you know what you know about the the Astros, and uh, like they were saying that he tipped his pitches, right? But they were probably uh, they were probably signaling to like other guys. Um, what the pitches were gonna be you know what i mean Shit. yeah uh, which is yeah just another thing um i i did see something not too long ago um because i follow like you know like some baseball podcasts and uh like some groups on facebook yeah what is that effectively wild that's effectively a good podcast wild. right it, it's really good really good for like saving metrics they they have jason benetti the announcer for the socks on um every once in a while too oh wow that's cool yeah and uh jason benetti on will will always talk about how um we'll always talk about uh the book that ben Lindbergh wrote with this other guy like travis sawcheck called the mvp machine okay and ricky renteria there's a picture that i saw of him having it on his desk so i think yeah i mean like it's it's supposedly like a really cool cool book um i haven't i haven't read it i i feel like i'm i'm not like i'm not ready to start reading baseball books i don't know yeah Yeah, i don't i don't know yeah but um yeah like effectively wild is fucking is is really good podcast really really fun where i where i know most of what i know about baseball in sabermetrics is definitely from that podcast yeah, I mean, we could just turn this episode into a suggestion, entertainment suggestion podcast yeah. episode. Because uh, it's been tough for everyone, you know? Yeah. It's uh, not a lot going on, especially over here. Just working, everyone becoming, like, progressively more miserable. Um, yeah, I've just been... I mean, I've still been listening to a ton of podcasts, but when I watch TV now, I've just been trying, like, watching mindless shit 
like I've been watching Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> no, so, that's great. Yeah, just to escape, which is a great, one of the greatest working class comedies ever. So it's so good. I I really started is. rewatching it in the in uh, the beginning of the lockdown. Because I think they were talking, they were talking about it on Chapo, and I was like, "Fuck, man, I haven't seen that in a while," and it's it's so fucking good. Yeah, I mean, like, I think I think it's good to have have the distractions, especially when everything is so fucking terrible. Um, you know, uh, I that's why I've been really excited to go camping because I can just fucking like uh, go out unplug in, into into the mountains and just fucking not have to worry about shit. And, uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna plan a camping trip in like October. You should, um, you should, you should try to go down to like Shawnee National Park or something like in Southern Illinois, like by like Carbondale. Yeah, I could do that. Um, I was thinking about going back down to somewhere off the Smoky Mountains, though, like Asheville area, because mm. uh, that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, no, um, I, I haven't been down to Asheville, so that sounds cool. Yeah, or anywhere around the Smoky Mountains is pretty great. Yeah, um, I've I think my friends Pat and Hank are in uh, the Upper Peninsula, Michigan, and so that I think they're sweet. Gonna, yeah, I mean, fucking anywhere, man. Camp camping's just so yeah. Much camping fun. is yeah. It really doesn't matter where you're at. I was uh, I I was kind of freaking out earlier this week after coming back from camping because. I had these like fucking insanely itchy bites and they had like a little black dot in the middle of them like you know like so it was like a mosquito bite with a little black dot and I was like I don't know I was fucking I was fucking terrified because I like you know I, like you know growing up in the city and not having like as many like bugs around or you know bites and things like that um you like I I get scared and I like immediately go to the internet and assume the fucking worst. Like I was like, is this a a mosquito bite or is it some fucking like terrifying Japanese bug that's going to like cause paralysis or something like that? Because that's it. That's immediately where my like where my mind went. Yeah, um, you shouldn't do that. No, every no. Time I, every time I do that, it just makes it worse. I'm just like, yeah, we're worse. Yeah. I'm just going to, like, I'm going to fucking die or something like that. Or I'm going to be, you know. I, I do worry a lot about, like, uh, Lyme disease, though. That's one that um, I definitely don't want to have. And I know I have friends that, you know, got Lyme disease from, like, a tick bite. So I guess that's maybe a little bit where some of my uh, my worry comes from. But I think with, like, Lyme disease, if you if you know if you catch it early enough the and get antibiotics the symptoms aren't that bad i don't know yeah um my friend michelle has it sucks how how um, is is it is it bad um i i'm not sure i think it's not good that's for sure no it definitely definitely not um but yeah, speaking of like googling things when you're freaking out already, I have a funny story when I took a little bit of acid 
and I started Googling because I was freaking out, and then I thought I was having a panic attack for like eight hours. You had a bad trip? <laughs> and then I started looking up other bad trips mm. while I was having a bad trip. Yeah, it's a bad idea. So I, re- I remember... A long time, yeah. long time ago. <laughs> was that in college, or was that... Yeah, I, I, I never really... Yeah, it took... Uh, like one time uh, I remember in college when I was like a freshman and uh, the ambulance had to come to like the dining hall because uh, this dude had done acid and then I don't know was hanging out that was hanging out in uh, the dining hall but he thought snakes were crawling up his back and so he just started scratching the fuck out of his back and then he like was like bleeding everywhere and shit like that ah it's like I was like, man, I don't know if I really want to do acid, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, mushrooms are fine. Yeah, I want to do. If anyone, yeah, if anything, just do mushrooms. Yeah, I, I definitely want to do mushrooms. Um, but yeah, like I know, those are those are drugs that are really hard to come by here. Um, and again, it's, yeah, I wouldn't do it. That yeah, it's it's not worth the risk for me. No, I'm not doing a lot more okay here. I mean, we have medicinal mushrooms in some cities now. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, like Oakland, right? Denver. Um, I think that I'm not sure if there's anywhere else, but it's picking up steam. That's good. Microdose, yeah. the microdose, and then I, uh, you know, what's funny is Street Fights talked about it a bunch too. Is the uh, ketamine? They have those, like, ketamine centers where you go take ketamine for depression. Oh, wow. They have, like, apparently, like, hundreds and hundreds of clinics, like, uh, across the country. Um, and the doctor, like, keeps uh, evaluating you. Like, how do you feel now? And, like, you're kind of, like, in a controlled setting. And you do just get pumped full of ketamine <laughs> for, like, hours, which is apparently, like, has good results in helping people feel better less depressed uh yeah they had someone on one time to talk about it on street fight i mean that sounds that right, sounds cost, like a shit ton of money though it's pro- problem right that makes sense too i mean but, I, I know that like uh, that like acid is supposedly like it, micro doses yeah well, in a controlled setting too, like if you like do like the therapy with it, um, it can you know take away a lot of the side effects of uh, like PTSD. How people come yeah, get over that. Definitely, like they they find a lot of good results with microdosing shrooms or acid for depression or other mental illness. Yeah, legalize it all, man. And they don't really have. You know that much to work with but i could definitely see that only getting better yeah um, and yeah there's no reason to have that should be illegal in the first place right no that makes sense like fucking legalize that shit or uh, like at the very fucking least decriminalize it uh the fact that all these resources go into fighting that shit and the war on drugs and just totally uh you know helps the black market thrive uh, and continue to be awful and like 
it emboldens some of like the worst people and like groups of you know that are pushing underground drugs or whatever uh, like cartels it's it's really fucking stupid and it, they spend so much money and uh yeah i mean the fact that anybody that had you know a someone in their family or like a friend that had a drug problem they wouldn't call the cops on them it's you know good reason why we shouldn't be locking up anybody for that because <laughs> nobody would do that to anyone they give half a shit about right and that's like half of the police job is to like just throw people that do drugs in jail it's like half their job yeah no for sure I don't know drugs are a cool way to uh, to distract yourself from what's going on and I, I, I really wish that I really wish that Japan would loosen its drug uh, well, and drug laws and things like that but, uh, well and, and criminalizing just obviously hasn't worked yeah I, I, I mean like if I'm gonna stick around here for a few years I would like to potentially you know I would love to smoke weed semi-regularly um, but I, I'm, I haven't bought it here. I won't buy it here. Um, just because, you know, I've got two. Yeah, I will definitely wouldn't even talk about it. <laughs> well, I don't mind. Yeah. Like, I won't do it um, here. Uh, but, yeah, like, I much prefer it to, uh, alcohol. to alcohol. So, like, I mean, like, and alcohol is everywhere in this country. Like, everywhere yeah it makes no sense it's very backwards yeah but i mean like i think they probably had like um a more liberal view of drugs before um america had no we we basically we forced them to make it illegal yeah so it's just like after world war ii we just kind of were like yeah not good or I don't know when we forced it on them, but it was definitely American influenced. Yeah, I mean, I think I it's like a, a lot of places around the world, the American influence, uh, you know, about like you know, like the the war on drugs, you know, probably probably more like like when they, we ramped it up in like the eighties and shit like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, drugs are cool, great way to distract. Um, alcohol is cool in moderation, I guess. Um, just yeah, it just makes me sick. It makes me feel like shit. So I just can't do it. I haven't drank since October. I haven't drank nice. in ten months. Are you still uh, taking what? What's that stuff that you take? The kratom. Kratom. Yeah, I still take kratom. How's that? It's pretty good. Um, I mean, I like it. It makes me feel. Makes me like elevates my mood. Kind of like a little bit of pain like uh relieve some pain mm-hmm. gives me a little bit of an energy uh and it's 75 dollars a kilo jesus <laughs> christ saving so, some money yeah. too yeah you save a shit ton of money you don't really want to drink when you take it um you don't want to smoke either right uh still sometimes yeah but a lot less for sure i'm kind of just yeah, there's no need to do much to anything else, but I definitely still want to smoke sometimes because smoking weed 
is always good because <laughs> it's fun um yeah um i i do know that in japan that cbd is now legal um which oh, that's I, good. Mean, I mean like uh i haven't i haven't done it here yet you you've you've done cbd right yeah i don't really care for it too much it does it is it just because it doesn't do much for you yeah i mean i've taken it um i've gotten it as like a gift like once or twice and i just like took the bottle and then like stopped like you know one a day or something for like a month but i never really noticed uh any anything change so well i know that's expensive too that's the thing yeah it's expensive and i don't know if it's doing anything so i have a um i think the it's not settled on exactly what that does yet yeah i have a friend here who who swears by it though he does like yeah a, like that's a, true like a va- like a vape pen and he's like a very like high strung person and it in it's noticeably chilled him out quite a bit so um yeah it might be worth checking out i mean i know smoking the vape pen is good too because i have a friend that's epileptic and he takes it for that um like cbd vape pen yeah i don't know if i want to really want to legitimately like medicinal for him right i don't know if i want to do a vape pen though like i I, yeah i would like to potentially do the do the um like the tinctures or whatever yeah i would definitely say the tinctures are good um yeah i'm trying to actually i applied at a dispensary a few days ago to work there yeah oh that'd be be a sweet job yeah that'd be really tight were they hiring yeah um well this one's in schaumburg which is really far but um it'd be like 12 hours a day so only like three four days a week oh that'd be tight um so it wouldn't be that bad because i'd be driving far but only three or four times a week but i don't know i'm gonna start looking more because they're definitely growing a lot like expanding because it's the first year we've had legalization and even with covid they're still like expanding nice so um yeah it's good job do you, I know do you know how much a few you... people that work uh like 19 starting oh wow that's great yeah and you get tips people tip because you basically just have uh people you know you walk them through the store like one by one they let people in like one by one and then you're like you know a wellness advisor each wellness advisor like tech t- talks to one customer and i don't know how many they let in the store at a time but it's not that many and you just help them find whatever they need or you know offer them tinctures or answer the questions kind of like you know i'm trying to like learn more about it but um you know some basics about it but i don't know enough about like cultivators in illinois or anything like that but i could learn uh well, I'm sure there would be a like a friend lot. that's been growing a lot, so I could learn a lot from him. Yeah, I know that there's a, uh, I mean, like that's just like any in jo- in in job training. Like you're you're not gonna know everything right away. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm sure a lot of people there kind of bullshit their way too, but um, 
Yeah, it sounds like a great job. I mean, people that come in are probably pretty nice. It's not like your normal retail. Um, you know, people are chill. And I think if you get some tips, good tips, on top of them, decent pay. That'd be, I wonder what uh, an interview like that would be like. Um, because they want to know how much you know about the product. So, like, yeah. you can literally, you talk to them. I have a friend that works there, and they're like, they want, you can talk about, you know, smoking weed as much as you want because they encourage you <laughs> to, to try smoke the products. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they want you to know different, you know, all the different strains and what they do and what you can recommend. So, it does seem like a good especially when a new state gets legalized they you know uh so many jobs become it's a huge job market right no i mean that would that be so it's a good thing and it'd be cool to you know have that experience i could go somewhere else yeah you know if i want to go somewhere else i could move to a different state yeah Yeah. move to a different store or whatever um because it's just gonna keep I assume more and more states are going to keep legalizing it because obviously it's not going to be federally legal anytime soon. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't see that's changing unless Biden grows a brain. But, uh, I mean, he could, he could, uh, it is frustrating though because he could, you know, clinch, clinch it all. If he was just like, yeah, you know what, I was wrong. Ooh. I could legalize marijuana because it's people don't need to be like your fucking son should be in jail then idiot. right like <laughs> yeah definitely no I think uh yeah that that would be that's always whenever whenever there's like a referendum for weed that gets out the young vote man they should just fucking yeah and that's what he's worried about right so yeah, there's no. no fucking reason. It's 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 so popular. It's almost as popular as Medicare for all, but Medicare for all is more popular. But if he came he if he came out in favor of one of those two things, I think he would, you know, put it away. I think some people are a little too confident in his ability to win. Maybe not so anymore because the post because of the whole Trump trying to you know, cancel the postal service, which is insane. Well, yeah, um, but, like, I mean, like, that th- that could work of for him, like, suppressing the vote. Like, Yeah, especially in, like, you know, battleground states. And it's funny that they're also helping him, you know, Republicans close to Trump are also helping Kanye try and get on the ballot in battleground states, which is pretty funny because they're just, like, obviously trying to, get the you know, get him... Yeah, get him to, like, take some of the vote in battleground states, uh, like, young people that just hate both of them. I don't know if maybe maybe that's a good strategy. I don't know. Um, it seems kind of like a joke, but I wouldn't underestimate it entirely. Yeah, no, I, I mean... It basically only comes down to a few states anyways. Right, I mean, I think that there's... I still think that... Uh, Biden's gonna win, but I like they're playing it a little like way way too close to comfort, and especially if the Cubs, you know, go far, go deep, win the World Series, then you then we're just fucked, you know. 
Because that's the, yeah. The Cubs can't win the World Series again. Otherwise, Trump's gonna win again. Yeah. 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 No. So like, I think uh, they 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 gotta do something better. But then they go ahead and they fucking make Kamala Harris the fucking top cop, fucking vice president. So it's just like they they are just arrogant as fuck, man. So they are weird. arrogant as fuck. But yeah, I do think. I mean, we still have three months for people to you know, figure out the best um, the best way forward. And I think it's been pretty clear that the Democratic Party is still the best chance people have when they're running in, you know, Cory Bush, when they're running for Congress, whatever. Like, a third party still... There's no like general consensus of third party which is why I don't really have faith in any third party ever really gaining steam and I definitely always thought you know you know especially if you're in a swing state you should still vote for vote for them because the, the democratic party has moved even further right with Trump you know which is something and I think that if Biden gets in there it's only going to be one term and we'd have a much better chance in 2024 of getting some sort of like left wing ish president in twenty twenty four. Yeah. Cause they're not gonna just like give it to Kamala, like and he's not gonna go um again. No. And she's still not gonna be that popular, so No. Uh, I mean unless like she like totally changes her tune and like put I mean like the thing is if if they wanted to, um they if they gave people health care, if they passed Medicare for all, any part, either party, they would win for the next, like, multiple, like, you know, next yeah, two or three who, elections. Whoever passes that will be, like, go down as, like, you know, a total hero. Right. Um, so it's like... And f- be one of the one of the best presidents, like, that would always be, you know, ranked at the top which doesn't say much, but, no. you know, for most Americans, it means a lot, you know. Yeah, fucking, it's, it, like, yeah. it seems like such, like, a smart move to make politically if you want to stay in power for a long time, but they clearly... It's insane. They can't do it, though, because of their, you know, their donors, and that's pretty much it. I mean, that's got to be the only thing that's holding them back. Or they do have, like, you know, an ideological objection to it, uh, sort of like an American exceptionalist uh, view, you know, wait times, like what they've always said, what all the conservatives, like, always say about, Choice. you know, nationalize or, uh, yeah. yeah, just, to, you know, you guys are only a small group of people. It's like, no, every single poll, poll after poll, even in the Republican Party, would be for medicare for all like you're full of shit yeah it's one of the most popular policy positions anyone can take and yet none of you are taking it which is yeah very telling i mean you saw you saw that uh chris uh chris murphy uh yeah fucking town hall thing that watching that guy like fucking like squirm like throughout that and just like everyone like medicare for all medicare for all and he's like well you know like you guys are a small group and you know like a lot of people want choice and they're like no give us medicare for all 
Yeah, they're like, no, nobody fucking wants to choose their insurance plan. They want to choose their doctor. Or choose their hospital. And you're able yeah. to do that. Yeah, like, stop fucking lying. But he's obviously a fucking idiot. I mean, he tweeted out, what, like a week or two ago. He just admitted that we tried to, you know, pull off a coup in Venezuela last March. Yeah. And he was, you know, criticizing Trump from the right, uh, not being, you know, competent enough to overthrow Maduro. It's the fucking Democratic Party that's trying to, you know, outflank him on attacking um, the only few socialist countries still still going tougher on Cuba. Um, I don't know. Has Cuba, has he said he'd end the embargo again, like, or take it back to Obama-era policy? Because um, it seems like he's still, he his rhetoric on Cuba is yeah. trying it's, to act tough. And it's like, we were, you know, the sanctions are still fucking killing people there. Yeah, I... Because they're on a shortage all the time. Here's my guess. I'm guessing that he won't say anything about it until the election. He'll, like, definitely try to be kind of, like, uh, hard on it because he wants, you know, the Miami vote for some fucking reason. Yeah, he wants the Jennifer Rubin vote who today tweeted about how Biden would be that everyone is thinking of him as uh you know a truman democrat and how that's a good thing yeah um i saw i saw that too because it's one of the worst you know people in american history right because i saw kenzo shibata tweeted about that it's like that's the same guy that dropped a fuck like dropped two bombs (laughs) on you know his family you know what i mean yeah atomic bombs you know so fucking yeah he did it a lot of insane things. Yeah, no. I've I've seen a lot of things about like Eisenhower. Was wait was Eisenhower a Republican or Democrat? Was he? Uh, I don't know. But like, a, oh no, like because uh, that's what Eisenhower Republicans, right? Like a Truman Democrat. Yeah, Eisenhower. Eisenhower I, yeah, like uh, that. Like Bill Clinton said that you know they were like uh, you know back in the day like were like uh eisenhower republicans is what uh that you know he was like so it's just yeah like, right that's why eisenhower had like a 90 percent you know marginal tax rate i wish you were an eisenhower yeah. republican fuck yeah and even eisenhower was against the atomic bomb yeah because he was a general right yeah even he was like that was totally unnecessary and the truman administration knew it um, and not to mention, like, you know, the three million or so North Korean civilians he killed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell, Operation man. Paperclip. Yeah, I mean, he's. it's disgusting that so many, like, mainstream or, like, boomer Democrats today, like, still think Truman was, like, a good president. Not even, like, like one of their favorites. It's pretty fucking gross. And, like overall in general like most americans still i feel like um thought the they still buy like the old line that they were sold that you know it saves more people in the long run right dude which I, is just so gross it's like it's such a dude it's such a fucked up like sense of reasoning and then like if you you know you show them all this information that you know they actually knew that they didn't need to do it um, and that 
they'll just justify it by saying all the awful shit that the Japanese yeah. Empire did, and that that makes it okay to kill like hundreds of thousands of uh, Japanese, you know, people. civilians. And if if that's the case, then why isn't Vietnam destroyed us yet? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, fucking. Next time you come to Japan, when you can come out, let's go to Hiroshima and let's go to Nagasaki because uh, the Hiroshima uh, Peace Museum is like the saddest place um, I've ever been. Yeah. And the A-bomb dome and the the castle that was just like fucking, you know, like a you know one like like a mile away from the epicenter it was just they had to like completely rebuild it um like i, I mean obviously yeah it's it so gross that like we can't even admit like now that it was bad like the only country that's used uh you know in, like a nuclear weapon like that it's pretty pretty fucking insane when you think about the regimes that have existed well, because in in the Peace Museum in Hiroshima, they have like tricycles. Like they have uh, a bunch of different like the the children's uh, like lunch boxes and stuff like that too. And so you're just like, oh, these are the people. These were the the evil Japanese people that we needed to kill in order to win this war. Right. Like I mean, you can't. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like. It's such a disconnect that people... It happened so long ago and nobody, like, was really around for it anymore that, like, you know, is talking about it. But it's... At least, like, in Vietnam, I feel like people can realize that that was, like... You know, that was a a huge mistake. Um, I don't know what the difference is here, but... I don't know. No, I mean, it's... It's, uh... I mean, like, even you talk about, like, things that have happened, uh, like, since Gulf War and then, like, the Iraq War. And yeah, like everyone that. knows that that was a mistake, but they still are, like, you know, they still are, like, you know, like, they're fighting for our freedom and stuff. And it's like, you know that that's not true. Yeah. You know that they're going to spin any fucking, any, any, um, any war they're going to spin, um, to the you know like the media will and you know the government will just spin it so that uh, fuck what am i trying to say <laughs> from like an american's yeah. perspective but right. like it's the media doesn't have to buy in like they claim they're not you know state media right but most of them act like state media and they should be fucking getting labeled on facebook and twitter as state media too just like fucking all of the russian and chinese uh you know, anything that's partially funded by the Russian government is, which is honestly a lot of good sources, to be honest. Right. Um, Redfish. Um, Where's Redfish out of? It's German, isn't it? Red, it's partially funded by RT. Or, uh, yeah. It says it, like, on Facebook, too. So I don't... They I, added that. But they added that for China, like, a few weeks ago, too. Like, so if you... China Daily and... But they didn't do it for BBC or like NPR. So I don't, I don't get that. In uh, when I uh, look on Redfish on Facebook, so I might just oh, be. Oh, that's to, oh, it's just an American it thing. It might yeah. just be an American thing. But that's yeah. funny. 
Yeah, no, that's... Because I do follow, like, I follow a lot of Chinese sources and Russian sources, and, like, I've just been... They had the Russian thing for the last... I feel like the last year or so. You know, or, there's, a like, YouTube did that a few years ago, I think. Yeah, I guess that's just something in and America. And it just says, you know, it's partially or wholly funded by the Russian government. It's, like, partially or fully. <laughs> uh, you know, even, like, Redacted Tonight with Lee Camp, that's RT, also good. Um, it's, I mean, a, 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 every single media source has a, um, a place they're not supposed to touch as much, right? Right. Like, whoever you're funded by... You can't be as critical of. Whoever you're funded of. by, you can't be as critical of, but you're doing good work regardless, just because they're not saying, you know, Putin's evil every fucking minute. They're not talking... Like, they're Americans doing American media. Like, and they do occasionally, like, criticize Putin, so... But most of the things they're covering is in the United States, so... Yeah. It's less relevant. Well, yeah, and... Uh, Everyone loves to hate on, you know, Russian media, but... Americans doing it like they just happen to get a little bit of funding from the Russian government right no I mean like and like you th- talk about someone or like you know like the intercept or like democracy now they will talk about how terrible Putin is because Putin is fucking terrible but like not nearly in the ways that you know like the uh, uh, the Americans say that Putin is terrible meanwhile yeah because they, they want to they want to accuse Putin of being behind everything, you right. know, and that, that that's that in itself is propaganda to absolve the American government or corporations, American corporations, and MSNBC and CNN are just as bad as Fox, and I forgot. Do you see that MSNBC um, employee quit a few weeks ago, and she wrote? like this huge diatribe about you know how we're not selling we're not doing like actual news anymore we're just trying to make people feel good and so many things are off you know you're not able to touch yeah and uh you know we're just selling people feels and not really doing any actual like due diligence in journalism well that's just totally true and they are totally bought and paid for well, that's what's so funny about what's been happening in, uh, like, with, like, some of those Trump uh, interviews recently where people are like, oh, yeah, man, like, that, like, reporter really went after Trump, you know, for his lies and stuff yeah. like that. And it's like, oh, so you mean that they fucking actually did their job as a journalist? Because Yeah, they, like, you have such low expectations. Because they, 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 like, essentially it's like they haven't been doing their job. It's like they just like put out puff pieces and half the times when they are those so-called like tough questions are not like the substantive like questions they should be asking and they're literally literally just follow-up questions they're just like hey can you explain that shit a little bit more and they're like people are like oh yeah do you hear that like fucking christopher wallace is fucking going after trump not given him. Or it's like, how could you say that? And it's like, wow, he said, how could you say that? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's, I mean, NPR should definitely be, should be labeled American, you know, funded by, partially by the American government, because it is. So, 
don't know. It's unfair. But if they, but it, it's, I mean, it's I guess stupid. It's, like, I it's, think, yeah, I think that's pretty dumb too. Though, just like uh, it's just it's, targeting Russia and China. That's all it is. Yeah. <sighs> like unfairly, like I don't know. It doesn't necessarily mean that. I don't know. It just help. It it just makes people think that, like you know, the government's actually, you know, approving of every single source, and it just really hurts the, you know, the journalists or reporters at that outlet, because some people will just immediately turn it off then, because like, oh, Putin made this. I don't think so. No, for sure. I mean, like, I think. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to if I was an actual journalist I wouldn't fucking want to work there because I wouldn't want to be like held down but um also I don't know it really depends on there's definitely a place for those people too oh I think so too if they're doing good work you know yeah and like it 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 would really suck the guy from a guy from pod damn America uh Anders Lee, he went to go work on Redacted Tonight, which is like RT's like right. Saturday Night Funny Show with Lee Camp, and um, it's a good show. I mean, like it's pretty good. No, it's. I mean, if, it, if and, it's good, uh, he he gave a good example or good reason, pretty much like what I just said. Like he was on Katie Helper, like explaining why, you know, he was gonna go work for RT, and basically just said like, you know, that's pretty much a, the same thing you could say about any outlet whether it, well, whether it be a few wealthy billionaires that own the outlet or the government is involved it's not any different yeah no for sure and if they allow you to I mean like I don't know w- what RT does as far as um, like censoring or like editing shows but if it's like uh you know, like it could, yeah. be, it could be that they're doing less than CNN or M- MSNBC. Um, I mean, Redacted Tonight, like Lee Camp definitely has like pretty much a lot of like just our, our politics. He's definitely like a socialist and um, I'm sure if he was like criticizing Putin all the time, he might get, I don't know, but I actually don't watch it that much. I used to like four or five years ago, but yeah no i think it's uh it's okay yeah i mean i i don't like the idea of necessarily labeling certain things but like i understand why they do it but because like you know they don't they don't teach critical thinking skills anymore and no one no one but that's the thing if they're gonna label that they should label every single media source funded by you know this family Funded oh, by for sure. this corporation, funded by Comcast, funded by that's like I would love that actually. If they're but the fact that they're only doing it to like the Russian and Chinese makes it um bullshit. obvious. Yeah. Like yeah, it's just obvious bullshit. And I think it would be great if they did that to literally every source, MSNBC, CNN, Fox. You know, this is funded by the Murdochs, like this is funded by ComEd. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, I think that would be good. I think that like uh, would also be good to you know just like place more of an emphasis on critical thinking skills in schools. But you know, um, that's something. It that would help to- a lot because everyone's always everyone's always like 
people are more distrustful of the media than ever, right? That's true. But a lot of the, a lot of the people that are distrustful of the media are also really stupid too. <laughs> that and they need to. I don't know. Not not get conspiratorial about it as much as just understand that whoever owns this outlet is you know yeah controlling somewhat of what it says like you should have washington post is owned by jeff bezos oh yeah for sure yeah but you can still kind of decipher things that from journalists that work at those places still too yeah I mean, it's not that, that doesn't mean yeah, everyone I think that's at that journalist is bad necessarily. Like, even The Intercept is owned by a billionaire. Right. Yeah, because I think that it gets, uh, yeah, like, you are right. And I think that might have been a little too cringy when I talked about teaching people uh, uh, critical thinking skills. It might be too white liberal of me. Um, no, no, it's it's true, though. But, I mean, like, but like, it, there's a lot of people that will get unnecessarily conspiratorial yeah um. for sure um yeah i think i think that it uh that would be good to give to give people the full picture of like who owns what um but yeah like it would be nice to like ta- like try to teach people like the fact that like yeah you should you should maybe know where these things come from but like like you said th- it should be like, kind of like readily available it shouldn't be like hidden right which is what w- they'll try to do you know something uh They'll, they'll change names whenever they get, you know, whenever people catch on or whatever. Right. Or they'll go f- like, from uh, one one right-wing media group to the next or something like that. Like, I think I think uh, an outlet that's owned by corporations or, like, a billionaire could be even worse than any sort of state government, like, that partially funds an outlet. Yeah, we're, li- we're living that right now, though. You know what I mean? Like... like <laughs> At least, like, if it's funded by the state government, people, like, could criticize it that are in that government. That ha- it's, like, it's, like, privatizing outlets. It doesn't necessarily mean it's better, I guess. No, I mean, like, I noticed I've talked, I talked to a lot of my friends uh, in the UK um, right around the time, like, there was, like, all the anti-Corbyn shit going on. And, uh... Like the B- the BBC is supposed to be like a hundred percent impartial. Yeah, right? like just like NPR, right? Like, and it's not right. But what they yeah, what they do is they like you know like uh, want to give you know room for both sides to kind of like talk, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, if there's only two sides. Yeah, if there it doesn't matter if there's like you know like uh, one side is batshit crazy in fucking like just awful right. like far right wing like fascist that's exactly what NPR became in 2016 right they just were clearly like NPR and BBC are both like center you know center left ish right center democrat or center labor party uh, labor yeah yeah like they prefer the democratic party but they're definitely very centrist and you could tell in 2016 that they were like in the bat like they were totally in it for hillary oh yeah no for sure but i mean they're they're constantly doing articles you know uh, like just petty like oh fact checking like it's not exactly true um on bernie but 
most people think of, you know, those as really two of the more fairer outlets, which is dangerous. Because the NPR is also very, like, American exceptionalist, you know, in favor of most of our imperialism. Right. No, definitely. But, like, I, I, I remember, like, they would, like, you know, like, they would, like, you know, like, BBC would go on, like, these, like, uh, Jeremy Corbyn's, like, you know, like, anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic, and, like, the Labor Party has an anti-Semitism problem, even though a lot of that shit was just fucking completely 100% unfounded, they'd go about it as if it were true, like, they'd get, they'd green light that shit, like, whereas, like, um, yeah, you know, like, I mean, people are seeing through that more and more now, I mean, maybe not so much in the UK, because it worked on him, but, like, in the US, um, you know, Ilhan Omar is obviously going to be, like, the number one attack on that. And they tried it on Bernie, but obviously he's Jewish. It didn't work out too well. But I think more and more people are seeing through that. As you can tell, she won She won by, like, what, 20%, 20% last yeah. week. And she was outspent, like, 2 to 1 or 2.5 to 1 by Israeli, like, lobby groups. Yeah. Um, and she's probably if I mean people are she's probably the most progressive like most aggressively progressive person in Congress um, at least with the way she talks and the policies that she proposes her and Bernie um, you know she's the only one that's always talking about you know defunding police and yeah canceling no rent moratoriums and uh and it's mo- <laughs> not, you know, not being for uh, more sanctions or... Yeah, no, she's been, like, especially on foreign policy, she's one of the best. Uh, probably probably the yeah. best. Um, yeah, her and Tlaib. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she won, Tlaib won, AOC won, um, and then we got, like, people like Cori Bush in there. Um, got a bunch of, like, progressives. Uh, Mon- Mondaire yeah. Mondaire Jones, we got... Uh, I heard you know, not, I not heard yeah. not so good things. Yeah, I'd have to look into it more, but I'm pretty sure he's very like pro Israel. Okay. Um, which I guess if there's not much expectation there, but um, it would be nice if people could you know recognize Palestinian lives. Yeah. In Congress, more than you know, just a few. But I do think that you know. I have to look into it again, but I'm pretty sure he said some problematic things. And I know, and we got Jamal Bowman yeah. as well. Uh, Paula Jean Swearingen yeah. is up for election. She's very, very good, West Virginia. Um, yeah. Yeah, and there's a few others. There's Jen Pearl. Pearlman or something like that that's taken on Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Oh, fuck yeah. Also very good. Two months. She's been running for the last year or so. Um, we got um, we got uh, Ed Markey coming up. Uh, Ed Markey yeah, Ed Markey's Joe Kennedy that's in like two weeks, right? I think yeah, we need him because we need the Green New Deal. We need stuff like that. Um, he's not perfect at all, but he's better than most. He's definitely better than Joe Kennedy. Yeah, anyone's better than Joe Kennedy. 
Um, then we have uh, what's her name? Marjorie Green. Oh yeah, Q- yeah, yeah, yeah. Q QAnon resistance. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No. Not Literally. not her. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, know. But she, she's gonna she's gonna win. She's gonna go. Yeah, she's, and expose she's got it. all of the uh, the deep state that's trying to keep Donald yeah. Trump down. You know. Uh, yeah, she's gonna expose everyone but him. Yeah, she's gonna everyone everyone around him. She's also know. gonna expose. Uh, she's gonna go in and uh, find the true PizzaGate pizza parlor. You know, where they're running those child sex rings out of. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, the problem with them is, like, yeah, I feel like QAnon really undermines, like, the whole hunt of, like, the global, like, elite. The actual, like, pedophile. Yeah, which race. is actually a real thing, yeah, like, it's actually a real thing, but they undermine it. Like, TrueAnon is the only one that's yeah. leading that. Yeah, well... Leading that fight and that I trust. Alex Jones is fucking a, a CIA. Going insane. Well, but it, it, there's like people that think that he's like a like works for the CIA or something like that to spread all of this Dumb. to make it well to make it so that it like seems like he uh, like to make it seem like uh, those conspiracy theories are all like kind of. Uh, like nut jobs that believe that be like, Oh, you believe that conspiracy theory that, Oh, okay. Well, maybe, maybe it's not that he works for them, but that, but that the CIA will feed him things like that to keep the, keep that off of, you know, him or like keep, keep that off the, you know, radar of sane people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you see him recently? Like last week he got, he went viral no, I didn't. For uh, he was at a park, or something, and there was like, like these kids working at the park that were like. I don't know if they were there like rangers or like, not as many people, like you needed a reservation or something to. Hang out at the gazebo or whatever, cause COVID or whatever, and he just came over there and was like, yelling at them for wearing masks and shit like that, and it was talking about like freedom and you know tyranny and stuff like that and like yelling at all these like poor 17 year olds <laughs> yeah tight um but yeah funny thing about him though i just realized he was i watched recently have you ever seen a scanner darkly no okay it's like a keanu reeves uh woody harrelson winona Ryder, and it's like ha- it's like kind of like animated and it's like really trippy and there's like this drug called like substance d that's like taking over and there was a scene with alex jones like in the like his voice and he was like on the sidewalk and he was basically like himself and this was like in 2006 it's a great movie i'd highly recommend it nice yeah it's uh it's different nice yeah it's good fucking Alex Jones. Uh, I I mean the whole anti-mask thing, just insane. But we've all heard of that. So let's. Uh, I wanted to say before before we uh, call it a day because we have to go play poker soon. Um, speaking of like distractions from what's going on in the world, um, I saw I saw us for the first time last night. Have you ever seen that? 
Oh, with Jordan Peele? The Jordan Peele movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's great. Fuck, it's so good. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like it better than Get Out. Yeah, uh, it's not the same thing. Oh, speaking of that, have you seen his uh, take on Candyman? Twi- Twilight Zone? Oh, no, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I highly recommend that as well. When did that They're come out? They're all pretty good. Oh, shit. Where, do you know where that's at? Um, it was on Amazon. Oh, okay. I'll I'll try and I'll try and find like a. a it came out last year, and then an, another season came out like in June of this year. Oh so shit! Two seasons. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah, uh, it's good. I love the original Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Yeah, he did. He does a service. Yeah. I mean, he. Every, I do too. Everything he does, like he does really well, and I I really can't wait to see Candyman. Uh, the remake or like the sequel. I don't know if it's a sequel or if it's a remake that he's doing. Have you seen the original one? I have not. You should check it out because it's like it takes place in Cabrini Green in like the early nineties oh, okay. Chicago. But it's um yeah, it's fucking great. But like then watch the trailer for it too. It looks incredible. I think it's coming out in like October or something like that. So um that's something I, I wanna look forward to. But I th- Yeah, I can't really hopefully because a lot of things are getting pushed back, like no stranger things. Oh really? Just got pushed back uh, because they couldn't. I'm pretty sure. Well, because they couldn't film. Yeah, I don't know. I assume. I assume so because they did. They did release like a preview of it. I think. Uh, I like months and months ago, and then Hopper was alive in Russia. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's like going to be horrible, horrible like anti-communist themes in it, but it's still a good show. Yeah. No, it's um, definitely good. Speaking of, <laughs> yeah. Um, that girl meets world episode that was trending is some of like the worst shit I've ever seen. What? What is that? Girl meets. It was world? like a. It's a boy meets world. They came out with girl meets world world like a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, you know Corey or whatever and Topanga had oh, a child, okay. and the child was like getting into communism, so they have a full episode of like him like ripping on communism and there's this one scene that is just the worst thing in the world and like her and her two other friends that were like communists uh got a hundred percent on some paper and he's like but you get a c because like that's the average and like you guys are common and then she was like communism so is that why people didn't want to all be the same? And he's like, yes. It was like the worst like propaganda I've ever seen in my life. So was that Mr. Uh, was that like the the teacher or was that Cor- was that Corey? No, that was Corey. Mis- no, yeah, Corey. not Mr. Feeney. Mr. Not Mr. Feeney wouldn't be that stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that sound that sounds fucking terrible. Yeah, like I mean, like. I, like a, any of those like tweets where it was like you know what like I my like I taught my kid about socialism today by like you know uh, I gave him ten bucks for his allowance and then I I took half of it or something like that. Right. That's seventy yeah, percent. Like I, I took half of my kid's Halloween candy and told him that's socialism. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's funny, but also just so fucking dumb. So funny. yeah. Um, but you know what? If you're gonna get free candy out of it, you know, might as well just yeah. Your kids the fact that the Disney felt like the need to do an entire episode of 
de-radicalizing the youth, you know, maybe that says something. Oh yeah, for sure. Because they're seeing all these Teen Vogue articles that are, like, <laughs> freaking the fuck out of them, because Teen Vogue has got straight up, like, Marxist, It's you know. fucking great. Teen Vogue. Yeah. Yeah. Teen Vogue is one of the most radical publications <laughs> yeah publications there is right now it's so good yeah yeah cool well um i think this might be a good place to stop it this has been uh what what episode are we on 14 13 14 i think 14 i think i said last ones was 14 but it was actually 13 uh yeah episode 14 of anti-capital capitalists uh i'm joey capital you don't gotta say it i'm david what well, uh, like capitalists, where I like uh, have that little pause there. Yeah, but a uh, 14th episode. Um, they know our names. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this, you know us. So um, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back soon. Hopefully, a little more regularity. I, yeah. And uh, anyone still listening that wants to come on the show, definitely hit us up. Yeah, we're down. I'll be doing uh probably talk about whatever probably be doing another one of those uh anti-capitalist radio shows um for like yeah that was good the band camp fridays so um if again if you want to come in come on and talk about some music that'd be great too um other than that yeah i'll uh talk to you soon hopefully hopefully everything goes well with your your test and you do not have coronavirus and if you do yeah hopefully it's uh relatively asymptomatic so all right yeah all right man all right talk to you soon take it easy bye